Hello and welcome to the iGeeks Blog Show, an Apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny every possible information about the Apple ecosystem. I'm your host Harshanti, a marketing nerd who likes to eat, feel, and survive on Apple content quite literally. In today's episode, I really don't know how to put this forward because when I got the news, no, I was shook to the core. And that is what I'm going to be discussing with you in today's episode. But before we hop on to the topic, why don't you go to our social networking channels? We're available across Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter as iGeeks Blog. We're also available across every streaming platform of your choice. So don't forget to subscribe to the iGeeks Blog Show. And if you want to connect with me, you can always hit me up on Instagram or Clubhouse. I'm available as Harshanki with an extra I. So yeah, coming back to today's episode. I, you know what 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 I heard the other day. Apparently, Steve Jobs isn't dead, and he's alive and chilling like one of us, just touring the world. I mean, it's it's not even possible. It just blew my mind when I heard this. Now, any Apple fan or any marketer. Any person remotely connected to the word business or tech knows that Steve Jobs died on October fifth, two thousand and eleven, and he had what suffered for pancreatic cancer for over eight or nine years and a very troublesome death. I mean, the last year he discontinued working because he couldn't like really have he his health wasn't supporting his work. He had gotten to that critical condition. Then what are these rumors that we keep getting about? Are are they even true? Like, is is that what it is? Is it is it even happening? I, I I don't have an answer to that, to be honest. And that's why I wanted to discuss with you guys because you know when you get rumors like this, it is going to blow your mind up. And to be honest, if you have closely observed Jobs's life, no. It can be possible that he detaches himself from the whole world and living a nice, like, life to himself. I mean, just be in his shoes for one moment, okay? The man who said, "Only those people who believe that they can change the world do change the world." That was one of Apple's commercials, right? And the man has lived every part of it. He started the company from his garage. He was kicked out of his own company due to his attitude, and when the company was in debt and just going to dissolve, he was brought back. And then Steve Jobs creates this magic and makes Apple one of the most remarkable companies that history has ever witnessed. Some of the best tech product products that we've had so far, and what not? I mean, coming from a debt place. removing the highest managements back then to bringing it to what we know as a trillion dollar company today it is not an easy task for sure and it has taken him so much hard work so much efforts but then if you closely observe his life you know and if you closely observe the way he was thinking or his thought process for that matter He's been a very pragmatic guy. He's, he's always stayed true to what he wanted. He's always stayed true to things he thought would be the best, and kept his life that way. And his personal life was also very messed up, like very messed up. He was 
in a rough spot with his his first wife and his daughter and the backlash that followed then was not leaving the company him being thrown out of the company him coming back and changing the future of apple ecosystem of what we know as apple ecosystem today he surely has experienced a lot of ups and downs now you know why i think that this time when i'm hearing the rumors it may be true or at least it deserves a fair chance to be analyzed because what happens is that these are celebrities that we're talking about and celebrities have had n number of death rumors or getting alive and spotted or busted rumors i can i can name like 10 celebrities right now but uh, you know even like a couple of days ago i was i was, I was seeing the samuel jackson death rumors and i was kind of shocked that samuel l jackson i mean not really and then the man has to come on instagram and say that no he's not dead he's alive and just well to do so rumors like this for celebrities are pretty common but this time i think it is quite serious for steve jobs because you know the man achieved everything that he wanted to of course he wanted to do more i mean i cannot it it wouldn't be the right statement if i say he achieved everything that he wanted to but he did his fair share of contribution and there was one thing that was lacking from his life since he was a teenager this one thing that he was always connected to but really couldn't dedicate much time or energy to it and maybe when things started going haywire or things were like settled down and then he was diagnosed with cancer he must have thought that now is a good time to explore the extremities who knows for all you know this is not some random bullshitry here and it may be true okay so for those who haven't observed steve jobs's life from a closer angle you need to read jobs by leander kahani or you can watch two amazing documentaries made on steve jobs i will attach the link somewhere in the description for you guys they discuss jobs in excruciating details and trust me a lot of biographies have been written for steve jobs but the one by leander kahani takes my heart away it just does because it is so well knit it is so factually correct there's a lot of information written there on point very crisp and gives us some really interesting insights from jobs's life yeah so you know when steve jobs was young um so he was in his late teens he decided to take a trip to india with his friend back then now he wanted to find out what his calling is or he wanted to find out a way to enlightenment now his trip to india is not unknown right everyone knows that he came to india in search of enlightenment but he came to india to meet this baba neem karoli baba who jobs believed could help him achieve that and he stayed here for a couple of days but after seven or eight days of his trip he was caught with lies dysentery a couple more diseases and was almost mobbed his friend was mobbed of his uh, traveler checks now this experience did not go well with jobs and they wanted to go to tibet from manali i guess but uh, since his traveler checks were mobbed uh, his friend's traveler checks were mobbed he thought he's just done with it you know it took him a couple of days when he visited india to shift uh, to lungi and dhoti from his t-shirt and trousers because he was 
not keen on knowing his purpose of life he was ready to adapt to anything and everything that could help him achieve the purpose not just that and then changing attires outfits doesn't matter but maybe he wanted to embrace his spirituality to such a big extent that he even shifted to dhotis and was moving towards himalayas and i mean them they stayed in abandoned places they stayed in very cheap hotel stays ate local food inquired about the prices so that he is not robbed and did everything just to find neem karoli baba and all of this in vain because he was so traumatized with the health issues that he got here and he thought he now this may be a very controversial statement to make but i've read it in the biography that he thought that india was way more india was poorer than he thought it is and has a lot of issues and he was on the receiving end of it and hence he got a lot of diseases and decided to go back and also he learned it the hard way that thomas edison changed the world more than neem karoli baba and if he wants to change the world if he wants to make an impact he has to create something only then will he will he be able to find his enlightenment only then will he be able to make a positive change in the world and as we've read in bhagavad gita if you've not then i would really recommend you to read gita where krishna has said that you know if i may take the liberty to quote this in hindi karm hi karm bhumi hai your work is your worship if you work if you work diligently if you work with all the time and attention then you are worshiping god and maybe steve jobs found that in his trip to india though he had to shout it because of his um, his reasons he still realized it and i guess what else can we make out of a trip it cannot get any better than this right when someone in a way or so really found his purpose of life understood what is to be done so like it's okay i mean he did find out his purpose and all of that happened but the spirituality was lacking right i mean he was a part of him has always been spiritual throughout his whole life and that is why he visited india and then was planning to go to tibet as well because he wanted to explore that spirituality now if you throughout his life because of his work and all the personal life occurrences he could not really have more time to adhere to his spiritual needs he could not really spend more time to understand his spirituality to know that side of his life and this is when i'm hearing these rumors no a part of me really thinks yeah that what if he is like done with the work and done with the life and really wants to know his calling you know i've come to this conclusion because see all of us are working individuals okay you might be a student or you might have a 9 to 5 job these days it's 9 to 6 9 to 5 so so old fashioned it's so last decade 9 to 6 job or you may be having a couple of businesses on your own you know how satisfying yet frustrating can your job be after a certain point of time like on sundays you would just throw your laptop at some corner and you'd want pleasure you'd want sleep and you want to feed your brain and your soul right feeding your soul has become so much important apple till date understands the importance of feeding your soul and has come up with a lot of you know uh, mindfulness apps sleep apps where you you're listening to this melodious tunes while you're sleeping and things like that 
you know how how so feeding your soul has always been important i mean that 10 hours of sleep or that extra slice of pizza doesn't matter but those the the satisfaction that we get or that one day of just lazing around and doing nothing it can be different for everyone has a different way to treat themselves to pamper themselves to pamper their well-being their mental well-being their mind and their souls so it can be anything for you but you know the feeling that i'm talking about the feeling of have achieved nirvana or the feeling of calmness that we get throughout it's just it just lingers in your head and you kind of crave for that feeling right imagine steve jobs has spent his whole life without without getting that spirituality and maybe when he must have come up with this crazy plan that he wants to explore his spirituality now and that is why he created a death room see now when i put it that way it makes sense right and if you may know steve jobs connection to india never really ended like 25 years later he also wanted to set up a plant in india like a setting facility in india not Ch- um, uh, apart from china but he couldn't because the cost turning out were way higher than he anticipated but see that is also happening in the current years so that has remained there. but coming back to spirituality has always been like the spiritual person and maybe his soul was not fed hence he created the death rumor now now we've seen him a lot many times but the first rumor that we heard about was in the year 2015 where a reddit user posted a selfie with steve jobs and he found them in at rio sitting in a wheelchair all tattooed up like all inked okay like going full on out there just with an angry face really angry face so when he posted this he you know the the man's expressions like the steve jobs look like or steve jobs himself his expressions were kind of confusing because he was making an angry face an annoyed face like he doesn't want to be in the picture or something or why is someone clicking a picture and maybe he was just a look like and he knew that someone is clicking a picture because he looks like jobs and he must have been like oh here comes another guy something like that right but this reddit picture went viral to an extent that the entire world was forced to believe that what if jobs is alive and just chilling with someone there as a matter of fact it got so viral that after a couple of days the jobs look alike han rio han is the name i guess jobs look alike rio han came out and made a public statement that i am rio i'm alive well and happy and i'm not jobs you know this was the first time jobs was spotted like this however now of course when the person came out you cannot really force him to claim himself as steve jobs right so this is a mere look like just an innocent rumor that got the world talking but then the conspiracy theorist were into the belief that oh this can also be a possibility or have we may not have found jobs yet but this can be a possibility and it is possible that jobs is lying somewhere there and a couple of years later we hear another rumor that this man is just chilling having his coffee across a roadside place at Cairo Egypt and he looks like steve jobs not just that he was also barefoot 
Now, those who have read Steve Jobs' biography or have worked with Jobs knows that he used to love being barefoot where he's brainstorming or where his brain is functioning. And this man, sitting lost in his thought, barefoot, got the world talking about, oh, is this true? Is it Jobs himself? Who is this man? And this time, my friends, no one has come out in the open claiming the lookalike to be himself. There is no one who has confirmed that, no, he's a Steve Jobs lookalike. Or a Jobs twin or a long-distance cousin, anything of that sort. And this is where things got exciting. This is where the possibilities of him being Jobs became more accurate. And this is what got to a lot of theories that we just discussed a couple of minutes ago. Okay, so let me get this straight. Steve Jobs is dead. He is not with us. He died on October 5th, 2011. He suffered for pancreatic cancer for a long, long time of his life and had to stop working. This is Steve Jobs we're talking about. Had he been alive, there have been a lot of design or product mess-ups in the last couple of years, even in the Apple ecosystem, that he just wouldn't accept. He just wouldn't accept. Imagine Steve Jobs seeing the AirPods Max bra case, right? He just wouldn't agree to things like that. Or, or say Magic Mouse's design for that matter. The man had been alive and living in a solitude somewhere. He wouldn't, he would just come out and thrash the company for coming up with such messed up designs or weirded out cases. So this, this, this rules out all the possibilities of him being alive. But as Mahatma Gandhi has said, who, by the way, was admired by Steve Jobs so much that in one of his leaders' commercial that was aired in the 1990s, he had Mahatma Gandhi as one of the people added there. So as Mahatma Gandhi has said, that if you really want to think about a person, if you really admire or love a person, you don't need to worship him. You don't need to have his portraits or his life-sized Images hanging around in your walls, buying accessories or merchandises that shout his name out in the open. All you have to do is keep him alive in your heart. Keep his ideologies, principles and theories alive in your heart. Learn from his life, from the mistakes that he made to the successes that he achieved. Learn everything from that and make a better person of yourself. And nothing is going to beat the satisfaction that you're going to get from this. Nothing is going to beat the connection to your mentor than just learning from his life and implementing it in yourself. Even his mortal absence can make up for it. So if you really admire Steve Jobs or claim to admire Steve Jobs, you have to learn from his life. You have to understand his vision and you have to use all of that to inculcate a better human being out of you. Not just that. The Apple ecosystem has been following it for quite some time now. Every product that we see in the market today, be it the iPhone or the MacBook, iPod for that matter, Apple Music, Podcast, iTunes. It was Jobs Ives' iconic duo that created these products. And we, it still lingers. 
right? His presence, like the essence, you can feel his essence in every new iPhone that comes out. Because a lot of things have changed, okay? The design has changed, um, the appearance has changed, the softwares and the hardwares, of course, have had a massive change over the past few years. But they still remind you of Jobs, of the first iPhone that he ever created, the, the first MacBook that he came out with, all of these things. It lingers in the back of our mind. And that is the beauty of the person. That is the charisma of the person. Forget that. Every Apple event. Name one Apple event that we were thinking about and couldn't just... It just didn't remind us of Steve Jobs. I mean, since the last two years, we've not had events in the headquarters. But when we used to have these physical events... I have seen people carrying life-size images of Steve Jobs because they miss Steve Notes to such an extent. Oh, for all the Apple fanboys out there, Steve Notes are the keynotes which were given by Steve Jobs himself. So they're not referred to as Apple keynotes, they're referred to as Steve Notes. And you miss the Steve Notes, you miss the man coming on the stage, this timid man, so much pers- like his personality oozing confidence so charismatic, so crisp, on the point, and he knows what he's doing. So excited to talk to the audience, have a product launch, and just change the change the destiny of the product for that matter. His fan following has been crazy always and is going to be crazy, is going to grow every possible day because his essence lingers in the soul of the Apple ecosystem, the trillion-dollar giant that stands in front of us. His essence still lingers there. So he may not be physically present for us. He, we cannot see Steve Notes anymore, but he's always going to be there in the products that we see, in the ideologies that we believe, and in the life practices that we execute. All right, friends. This brings me to the end of the episode. Although I would love talking about Steve Jobs as much as I can because I, for one, am an admirer of Jobs, considering the visionary that he was, considering the marketer that he was, is considered as one of the best marketers that the world has ever seen. And me being a marketer and making, admire, just admire everything about him. I, I scrutinize his life to an extent that I've read seven biographies about him and say, watched two documentaries and two full-fledged Hollywood dramatic films about his life. And I can still not get enough of him. But yeah, due to the limitations of the episode, I would have to conclude this episode here. But we can always continue this discussion. So why don't you connect with us on our social media channels? We're available on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter as iGeeksBlogs. Do subscribe, follow, download and leave a nice review on Apple Podcast or any other streaming platform that you're listening to this episode on because the iGeeks blog is available across every streaming platform of your choice, not just that. If you want to connect with me in person or have a nice discussion about the Apple ecosystem, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn. I'm available as Hashanki with an extra I. This brings me to the end of the episode, but you guys take good care of yourself. Get vaccinated, only step out of the house if it's needed, stay hydrated, keep wearing your mask and this is Harshanki signing off. I'll see you next week. Till then, stay safe, stay connected. Just one more thing. Thank you. Today, I want to tell you three stories from my life. That's it. No big deal. Just three stories.
The first story is about connecting the dots. I dropped out of Reed College after the first six months, but then stayed around as a drop-in for another 18 months or so before I really quit. It was pretty scary at the time, but looking back, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. <laughs> the minute I dropped out, I could stop taking the required classes that didn't interest me and begin dropping in on the ones that looked far more interesting. Reed College at that time offered perhaps the best calligraphy instruction in the country. Throughout the campus, every poster, every label on every drawer was beautifully hand calligraphed, and I found it fascinating. None of this had even a hope of any practical application in my life. But 10 years later, when we were designing the first Macintosh computer, it all came back to me. If I had never dropped out, personal computers might not have the wonderful typography that they do. Of course, it was impossible to connect the dots looking forward when I was in college, but it was very, very clear looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path. My second story is about love and loss. I was lucky. I found what I loved to do early in life. Waz and I started Apple in my parents' garage when I was 20. And in 10 years, Apple had grown from just the two of us in a garage into a $2 billion company with over 4,000 employees. And then I got fired. What had been the focus of my entire adult life was gone. I really didn't know what to do for a few months. I felt that I had let the previous generation of entrepreneurs down. I'd been rejected, but I still loved what I did. I didn't see it then, but it turned out that getting fired from Apple was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. It freed me to enter one of the most creative periods of my life. During the next five years, I started a company named Next, another company named Pixar, and is now the most successful animation studio in the world. I'm convinced that the only thing that kept me going was that I loved what I did. You've got to find what you love. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. My third story is about death. If you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. For the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. There is no reason not to follow your heart. Your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Stay hungry, stay foolish.